2: Podcast and give us five star review. I'm Liam Merrill here with Craig Morgan and C Peters. Happy Canada! Day! Happy Canada
0: Day! And boy, do we have something yeah. to celebrate uh, Canada Day! Right, Canada. What's that on the table there, Petey? They can it. they see that? No. Can you hold that up, Petey, so that people can see what that is?
2: Oh, it's, it's a toaster. A toaster. <laughs> <That's> interesting. <laughs> I'm already nervous. Mm.
4: Things to come.
2: Oh, things! To come. I'm actually excited
4: about it because I'm—I re- swear—I'm hungry because we are supposed to be on at eleven and then we're not at twelve, so you don't really have lunch before, so I'm hungry.
2: Well, I'm
0: hungry, too, although I did have a little bag of Nutter Butters.
2: The I'm last sure bag tied me over. The last,
0: That's right. Well, had you, my name on it.
2: You guys did not dress very festive. You're both wearing black. I'm wearing my Canada shirt. I'm
0: black for you, Leah, because we know what's coming. The
2: land of long winters. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I wore this because <laughs> when I eat this maple syrup later, what it doesn't may. kill you makes you stronger. But it may kill you. So. <laughs> it may kill me, uh, especially all that high fructose corn syrup. But mm, we'll get to that syrup. a little later in the show. Me finally catching it on i was gonna say on the bet but it's not a bet it was just a, a promise and i'm going to somebody here.
4: some, us. some of us keep our promises on this show promises,
2: PD. Know, um, others
4: do not but
2: do. it's just funny because we were supposed to do this weeks ago and it got pushed off and then today was the first day we could do it and it just happens to be canada day which so it's is appropriate it's it's treason are they gonna let me in the country next week like, I might be pulled into another room and, Dude, I don't and go down Craig this and path. Jacob are going to say...
0: I don't want to go down this path. I'm already
4: angsting about it. I'm afraid of canceling yeah, flights. Yeah, I would so. say this after traveling all over for the last month. Thank God I don't have to do it. And thank God I don't have to cross the border. Good luck with that. Thanks, buddy. Because I do... I don't know if you noticed, <laughs> they do cancel flights.
2: Okay, enough. Just saying. No.
4: I have a good track
0: record on this, too. Stop. You can go through all my tweets. Where are you flying through? Denver. Denver.
2: We, oh. Yeah
4: you could always sleep at the, the bar. bar yeah, we could sleep
2: at the DNVR bar yep. if we yep. need to.
4: Okay. <laughs> can you drive from Denver?
2: From, from Denver to Montreal? Probably
4: won't make it. <laughs> never mind.
2: Well, know. that's we're going to get to the maple syrup a little bit later. But the reason our show is at noon today, everyone thank you so much for joining us, by the way, is because Bill Armstrong spoke to the media this morning at 11. So he ha- had some comments ahead of next week's draft, which rounds two through seven are one week from today which is insane. A week from now, we'll know the first three picks of in the 2022 draft by the Arizona Coyotes, which is insane to think about already. Um, but we got to talk to Bill, and we have some clips from the interview as well. Craig, before we get into the specifics, is there any takeaways that you have from Bill's comments?
0: Well, we're going to talk about a couple of these. Yeah. Like One is the realistic timeline for contending for a cup, because I... I hear this all the time. Well, the caddies will have a couple good drafts. They'll bounce out of this. They'll move into the new arena and they'll compete for a cup. No, that's not how it works. It takes much longer than that to compete for a cup. The the, the positive thing that you should take from all this, or at least the hope that you should have right now is that maybe in a few years, this can be a playoff team again, which to me would be great for this market because it doesn't happen very often, especially when you don't have playoff bubbles, Petey. Um, so, you know, maybe, maybe they can get to the point in a few years where they're actually in a playoff spot. And that's probably enough for, I think Coyote's fans, as long as they see that it's building towards something more, but don't expect this team to win a cup in three years. Just look through history at the history of rebuilds. It just doesn't happen that fast. I think Pittsburgh's like the the quickest in like six years. They did it once they drafted Marc-Andre Fleury. And then of course it really helps to win the lottery multiple years. You get you get Marc Andre Fleury, you get Evgen- Evgeny Malkin, and you get Sidney Crosby.
4: But I think the difference, and I think the the biggest issue here is coming out of the rebuild and competing for a Stanley Cup are two different things. Mm-hmm. For me, they are. Yeah. And I think we've been in this since the Kyrie's been in Arizona. There have been stretches where they were a playoff team several years in a row. And I think as a fan, if you see that kind of progress, that that's fine. We're yep. just not we're not twenty fifth to thirty second. Okay, and we're not winning the cup. Okay. But that last week of the season, we're playing meaningful games that might get us into the playoffs. That's going the right direction. You get into the playoffs and maybe you have to play the number one team in the in the in the West or by then maybe the East. Who knows where <laughs> the Coyotes end up? But everyone's moving conferences. Atlanta, but so. by then, that, that's good. I mean, again, it's, it's as long as you're making positive steps toward an end goal competing for a Stanley Cup. You're right. Like we talked about Stamkos, It was 10 or 11 years. I mean, it's it's 10 or 11 years. That's what it is. Yep. Sorry. It's a long time. But it doesn't mean uh, Conor McDavid's through to the second round this year. It's not ten years, right? So you can have positive steps. You can be a competitive playoff team. You can make the playoffs, and 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 we know a good goaltender, a few lucky breaks, things can happen. Like the LA Kings were, were Stanley Cup champions, and they didn't get into the last day of the season. But you
0: got to have elite players too. Got to have elite players. Couldn't agree more. Yep. But
4: I, but I, I think there's a separate argument from getting through a rebuild, and being competitive to win a Stanley Cup. By the way, there are very few teams that come out at the beginning of the year and go, okay, we're competitive and we're ready to win a Stanley Cup. Like, very few. Like, you can go, your window is open. And in beginning last season, the New York Rangers were not one of those teams. They make it to be one of the Final Four. Their window wasn't open yet. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, it Tampa is. Tampa and Colorado, we talked about it from day one. Yeah. So we know that. And there's teams that played good. Minnesota, okay, they're going to be a playoff team. Boston, yeah, they're a playoff team. But we didn't speak of them being Stanley Cup contenders at that point. So to say that when you're competing for a Stanley Cup, that's a that's a big deal. And so, yep. yeah, that's going to be a while. Yep. Well, Medicaid, Medicare. <laughs> Greg, just saying. Oh, my gosh. Well, since, since
2: we've kind of gotten into this conversation, um, let's actually see what Bill Armstrong had to say today on the rebuild timeline for the Coyotes. The,
1: the, the, the rebuild takes a long time. If you if you want true numbers, I think the, the the quickest team to do it is probably I think Chicago. They didn't they didn't make the playoffs for seven years. I think in their eighth year they won it. Um, but normally rebuilds from Tampa Bay to Washington, the St. Louis Blues, is somewhere between eleven and fourteen years to actually win the cup. But in if you're going to make playoffs, you're looking at anywhere from five to six years out from the start of the time the rebuild starts and so you know that's the reality of it. but the good news is is that you know the way that we play right now if you come to watch us we play so damn hard you, you know you, you know we're a competitive team on that ice every night You're, we're gonna you know basically run you through the boards and try and outwork you every way we can Um, and try to earn points and and be a competitive organization. Um, That's the good news on the front when you come watch us and in the next few years you're going to see some young, talented players and some hope being influxed into our organization and then that from that point on there's a little bit of a lull where these guys (laughs) have to mature and develop and you know you have they're going to be good players it doesn't mean you're a good nhl team and then when you kind of get over that hump in the in the the fourth and and fifth year you get a chance to make the playoffs if you've got the right combination there and and uh, like chicago it took them you know eight seven years to to um, to kind of get in there and, and and do some damage so it, it takes a little bit of time um, but you have to be patient but the good news is when you come see the coyotes play you're going to see hope
2: you're going to see hope
4: yeah. hope
1: keep hope alive
2: yep it's uh, a word we use a lot yep talk about, that's the theme for <laughs> we should years, have but... a shirt that says hope, hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> for yeah. the coyotes um one of the, the big thing for me that he said in there was you can have a lot of good nhl players but it doesn't mean you have a good nhl team mm-hmm. and i think that's the difference between uh, a Stanley Cup winning team or a Stanley Cup contending team and just a good NHL team and a good playoff team is that's kind of the thing that makes the difference.
0: And the other thing to remember with those players is that progression is not linear. There will be, you, mu- you might have a player, even a team, that takes a big step up this year and you're like, okay, they're ready. Like, and then, like the Rangers then they take maybe? a step back. <laughs> the Rangers, the LA Kings. They, I think the Rangers are my classic Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: By the way, Repression like team LA year. going all in. The, I mean, Fiala. we thought they were kind of going to go through a mini rebuild, not a huge one, just a mini one. And then they trade away their first round pick this year. Yeah. I'm just shocked by that, to be honest. Yeah.
0: I, I don't want to get too much into LA, no. but yeah, I'm not sure that that was a wise move to commit that kind of money in term to Kevin Fial because I don't think that team's there. I don't think they're there. I don't think they're a cup contender. And I don't think Kevin Fial puts them there. So, not sure what they're thinking unless they're just looking at the Pacific division and saying, Hey, man, this division's wide open. We can win
4: it. Maybe.
2: Yep, but it is, you know, it was interesting also just to hear him. And Craig asked the question. He said, you don't need to give me an exact timeline. And he was like, nine to 14 years and five (laughs) to six years. All Great. You
3: know,
0: they looked at all this. They have mapped all this out.
2: Yeah, but, you know, managing our expectations. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, Yeah, that's important.
4: When you talk about playoffs, you're talking about a Coyote team that's in the Central Division. And you look across the Central Division, and it's still – like That's why you say five or six years. The Colorado avalanche window is wide open. Yeah. I mean, I, I I know that you've talked about Cadre and, and Kemper, and they've got some pieces they're going to have to resign. Totally get it. St. Louis Blues, Minnesota Wild. They're so much farther than the, where the Coyotes are right now. The, like Winnipeg is ahead. Nashville, we'll see where Nashville ends up. But, but, but again, we put them all in, in a hat, and you pull them all out. Arizona's still towards the bottom. Like Chicago?
0: We can, yeah, well, eh. Chicago's going to drop to the bottom. They're going to yeah, try Chicago's, really hard to drop to the gonna bottom. They're
4: going to get rid of Debrincat, and they're going to make some moves there too. So, again, the playoffs aren't happening next year, and they're maybe not happening the year after that. But don't count them out that third year for me yet. Like that's you have a couple of good drafts, and guys develop. And to me, it's going to be about the goaltender. They might sneak in or be a mm-hmm. team that's 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 on the precipice at at tenth or eleventh. Yeah, that third year, they go, oh gosh, they're they're playing meaningful games in the second half. Yeah. Still got to address that center position.
2: I mean, that's what the draft is for. That's what Craig. the draft is
4: for. That's yeah. why we're going to do a draft. Yep.
2: But- yes, indeed. And the one thing Bill also said is, you know, if you are watch the team now, and this is a team that finished thirty first overall, like the team, they play hard still. You know, they're a competitive team, and mm-hmm. um, they have that competitive spirit. So I think that will benefit them down the line when they are actually competing for the playoffs um, down the road. But speaking of patience, Bill also talked about um, having patience when developing players, and we've talked mm-hmm. a ton about the importance of de- developing players. And in the press conference, he made a really Amazing comparison um, to kind of what it's like to develop a player and how you kind of have to approach
1: it. But where we're at right now, we can have patience. Um, you know, it, there might come to a time where we we need the guy to play right away, but we don't we don't want to really be in that scenario. We, we'd, we'd rather have our kids go through the process and earn it. Um, and, and, you know, I always say this about, you know, you plant a tree, you can put the right nutrients around it and water it every single day. It's, it's it's only gonna grow so fast, you know. And you got to have the patience to stay with it and let it grow properly, and not try and rush it because all you're gonna do is kill kill the prospect. in in the midst of trying to to pressure him and and, and, and kind of get him to grow too quickly, so we got to have a, a process that we that we use in our American League and and uh, work their way up, and in uh, that way, when they get there, they'll get there at the right time.
2: Love the comparison to the, you can water it, I like tree, the tree, I like
1: the tree analogy. and you can
2: give it all the proper nutrients, but it's still going to grow at the rate it's going to grow. Yep. But that brings up the
4: talk, where we talk about uh, Dylan Gunther a lot. Yes. And I think that that's going to be a question that comes up over his development over the next three months, is what does a player like Dylan Gunther do, who unfortunately didn't get to experience the Memorial Cup due to an injury, is that more important to his development? Does he need to go back and do that, or does he mire as a... I, I, I hate to say it. Is he a bottom six forward in the National Hockey League playing eight, ten minutes a game? Is that help? Is no? That's no.
0: crazy to me. I, again, I, I wish there were AHL exceptions because he might be a guy. Although maybe physically he's not yet, but there are guys who I think could play in the AHL at age nineteen. And I don't want to get into the whole NHL-CHL agreement, <laughs> which drives me crazy. Um, but. I don't think he belongs here next year. I mean, I'm not going to make the decision. And if he comes to camp and blows him away and earns a spot, they have to honor that. I get that. But yeah, you can't play him bottom six. He's got to play in your top six. You've talked about this before. You know what that means. That means more minutes. That means tougher matchups. Is he really ready for all of that? I still think that the best place for Dylan Gunther is to go back to the W for one year. and I know it here.
4: seems like it's forever, Craig. I know it does. I know it seems like a very long time. But when you look at the NBA and you look at the NFL, they're drafting men that are ready to play. They're they're men. They're they're ready to jump into a lineup that next season. The NHL is just not like that, and they're physically not ready to play. They're young men that it, playing against grown men, and they're just not physically ready. So I in a physical love the game slower, too, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you know. So you want to see the the slower development, the slower pace, and I think in the long run, that benefits the player. I know the kids want to play. I know they want to be in the NHL, but over time, that development year means a lot and mm-hmm. i and i really hope dylan gunther is the perfect example because he has done a lot of things in junior but i still think there's more to do there could he benefit from a year in the american league probably probably the pace isn't as fast um as it is in the nhl and you might be able to learn some things learn habits of a pro there yes but there's nothing to say that dylan gunther can't go there the year after yeah like the, these there's going to be time for you're Dylan scaring Gunther. people now, but I completely agree with you. There. There's going to like, be time for Dylan Gunther to play in the National Hockey Give
0: game. him some time in the A. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not bring him along slowly? Let him learn the game. I think too often fans get crazy about this stuff. Like, why isn't he here yet? Like, have you not learned your lesson from the Coyotes past with how many prospects they rushed? Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. Make sure. Make extra sure. Like, like they always talk about, overbake. Overbake, make absolutely sure this guy's ready.
4: And a lot of franchises can do that because they have the luxury of they've got mm-hmm. more players. They've got people above them that they they're not giving up their jobs yet. And unfortunately here in Arizona, there's been so many times when that's not the case that they need a body and they need a body that can play. So you see those players. Kyle Turris, you know, but we talked about Bodker, Tikanoff, Mueller, uh, Chris Kalanos. Like the, the the list is quite long on guys that probably started a little bit earlier. Did it impair their growth and development? Well, yeah. I think Kyle Turris could have used another year in college. Probably. But at the time, the thought process was, got to get him here. He'll develop more in the NHL. So, yeah, I I, I think this is so encouraging. And we've said this about Bill Armstrong all the way along. They've got a plan, and they seem to be sticking to the plan. And it is hard to -hmm. stick to this plan because people get impatient. Owners get impatient, players get impatient, fans get impatient. And when those everybody starts putting that pressure on you and and a general manager, it's hard to stay patient. Stick with the course. We're all on board. We all understand the process and how it's going to work and what it's going to take. Let's just hope they continue down this path. And that means developing players longer than you think. It means getting good draft picks in multiple years. And it means taking your time to do it the right way. So let's hope the patience continues for this organization.
2: Yeah, it seems um, in, our, in our chat, at least that people are kind of are managing their expectations about not wanting to win right away. And, and Nicholas pretty much said what you said, PD. but call me crazy. But this management staff really feels like they're in reality and they'll stick with the plan, even if this team happens to overachieve in the next year or two. keep the faith. Um, and then Albert saying, you know, it's better to Set aside the winning for the future, and that's kind of what you just alluded to with yeah. Dylan Gunther. Like you don't need to bring him in right away. The the winning winning isn't the the priority right now. We had
4: fun last year, like, yeah. didn't we? Like there were moments. Like, I, hey, <laughs> I, I, I was here, and there were some misery <laughs> moments. That first twelve games yeah. was hard,
2: and the, that last yeah. stretch of ten was hard too. But.
4: but- you had the East Coast trip you had the ending stretch and we a
2: lot of individual in and a lot of individual yes. achievements that we you can still saw. have individual yeah. stories
4: and individual fun and we get it one team won the Stanley Cup one that's it 31 don't yeah. you're just one of the 31 that didn't
2: yeah it's like really honestly the same playing field as everybody else. The the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Arizona Coyotes yeah. both did not win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> 100
4: percent But no, you're you're right. And it's hard to grasp that, but you're right. Yeah. And sixteen teams are all done the same day. And does it matter then? No. Yeah. We had those moments. We're building towards that end yeah. goal. And it just gonna true. take time. So enjoy the little wins. The individual wins. The team wins along the way. And hopefully someday we're sitting at a parade
2: yep. down middle avenue. avenue.
4: I know, I keep, I'm done with Van Buren. I get it. It's Mill Avenue. Yeah, Can't we got to hype yep.
2: up the city of Denver. Right, right. <laughs> Sorry, city we of We're down to
4: university, too, I guess. Yeah. Did you see people that
2: People would
0: stand on that bridge over. Did it? you
2: see the parade in Denver? Yeah, it was yeah, amazing. Did you see Bull Byram? Yeah, yeah getting <laughs> the cough. It
4: so, great. Fun. No, you got to go back. <laughs> <Let it> go.
2: <laughs> really? I'm on the team. That's good stuff. Oh. I'm a real boy. I know. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Pinocchio. (laughs) That was amazing. Oh, Lord. Well, we've talked um, really big picture, but let's talk about what's actually going down next week, which, of course, (laughs) is the draft. And we also asked Bill Armstrong about that. We'll get to a little bit more specifics on that in a little bit. But I just want to remind everybody how many draft picks the Coyotes actually have next week. So we put it on a graphic. This is just this year's draft. So... Three picks in the first round, four picks in the second, one in the third, one in the fifth, one in the sixth.
0: And hopefully none in the seventh. Keep it that way, please, Coyotes. (laughs) Yeah, No seventh round picks.
2: I mean, just looking at this, it's absolutely unbelievable to think about um, what they can do. And Bill kind of alluded to it this morning and as he has in the past. But because especially in that second round with all those picks so close together, you can possibly take a gamble on somebody who might take a little bit more time to yep. develop maybe someone who's injured right now maybe somebody who's overseas and is going to be there for a few more years you can take that risk because you have all these picks so you don't have to say this is our only second round pick we have to make sure this is you know this sort of player that this is going to be a player who steps in the lineup in two years they can really make long-term investments with these numbers
0: optionality yeah it's what a former GM who we so don't name on the show called think- it
4: to put their table close to the front. Can you imagine how sick people... And here's Bill Armstrong with the Coyotes again. Right. Look like That stretch like, in the second round? You just give him a seat
3: up on the stage. Seriously. Just hang here. out up here. Just here. Just,
2: but even for the first round, because they have two... They have pick 27 and pick 32, and then it's like... Yeah, and then the whole procession goes up because it's you know a bunch of people from the team. It's like, oh, here we are waiting for just
0: just,
4: kind of, oh, just stand in the back. Yeah, they, they, have, to- they
2: have a golf cart driving.
4: Yeah. They have <laughs> a watch on, uh, you know, measuring their steps that day. It's gonna oh be crazy. Gosh. Yeah, it is. It's, you look at the picks from twenty seven to forty five, and the Coyotes are there a lot. Yeah. Well, more than any other team in the history of the game. So, yep. yeah, it's gonna be you know, people that are not Coyote fans are gonna be awful annoyed. And on the clock is the Arizona Coyotes. Like, what <laughs> we just we we. Colorado doesn't even have a pick <laughs> yeah. and
0: Arizona has seven.
4: Anyway, oh man. I
0: I one of the Coyote scouts was saying that to me when they go, go on the road this year is like, how many guys, how many picks do you guys have now? Like, cause it's always changing. Yeah. Bill yeah. keeps adding picks and, and who knows what happens on draft That's day, right? Yeah. We'll see.
2: I know it's going to be a blast. Um, and we, you know, we don't know what's going to happen yet. We don't know what's going to unfold. There's been so many conflicting reports. We'll get into that in just a second. Um, But one of the things Bill said today, which was pretty funny, it's like, you know, what do you do in these next few days? It's like, try to figure out what everyone else is going to do. And that's kind of the position you're in at pick three, um, which is unique. And I think that it was funny that he even acknowledged that's pretty much their plan going forward because they've put in all these months of scouting. And they have I'm sure they have their list, but now who's on the board at three is determined by what Montreal and New Jersey does. So we will see. And you can actually... Start betting on the ah, draft.
4: Betting, interesting. You can. You can. I look, um, and I'm going to. And right now, there's yeah.
2: odds for a few different things, so you can bet on who's going to get selected first overall, which, be- because there's no consensus, you can actually bet. Like there- There's some value in possibly not picking Shane Wright. Yep. Shane Wright's the only player right now who's minus money to go first overall, but... If you feel a little risky, you can get some plus money maybe for Slipkowski or someone else. Um, So you can bet on that on the DraftKings sports app. You can also bet on draft position over and unders for a number of players. Did you so, see those?
4: They're tricky. Yeah, They're they really, are. That's where I'm gonna play. I'm gonna Log, play in the yeah. draft over unders. Like Logan Cooley, he's Nemec. Two and a half. Yeah,
2: like two and a half. Uh, Nemec, I think was four and a half over yeah. under. So mm. really interesting stuff on there um, when it comes to the the draft. So you can you can already bet on it, which is awesome. Um, so lock it in now because as more stuff comes out over the next few days, odds are always going to be changing. That's what's so great about DraftKings too; they're really up to date on all of their odds. And also a non hockey note: like you can bet on where Kevin Durant is going to end up. You can bet on where DeAndre Ayton's going to end up. Like it's not just scores and over unders and player props. Like there's props like that too, which is really interesting and makes. Betting that much more fun. And tomorrow is the UFC 276, and DraftKings has a special offer for that as well. Um, there's tons of ways to come out on top in the octagon. And for UFC 276, you can do so with the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PHNX, bet $5 on any UFC fighter. 276 fighter to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code PHNX this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And now we're going to bring in Sean for his DraftKings pick of the week.
3: Yeah, I'm going to stick with the UFC. I don't know I don't know if any of you are big UFC people. No. I'm, a, yeah, exactly. yeah, I'm a pretty yeah. big UFC person, but we're getting a rematch between one of my favorite fights ever, uh, between Max Holloway and Alex Volkanovsky. Um, last time that fight happened, Volk won, but I think Holloway got robbed. Holloway's one of my favorite fighters. Um, and you can get Holloway at plus money to win the fight. Um, so I'm taking my DraftKings pick of the week is Max Holloway, Money line at plus 165 against Alec Volcano- Alex Volkanovsky.
2: Okay.
4: I was thinking the
0: same thing. Yeah. I already have it locked in. <laughs> plenty of ways to come out on top of the octagon, please. <laughs> thinking there's no way I'm coming out on top of the octagon <laughs> unless someone's carrying my dead body <laughs> on <over> their shoulder.
2: <laughs> True. I'm barely gonna make it out of the studio after eating the fake maple syrup in a little bit. Oh That's my gosh. Karen that we're
4: gonna go about three hours on third. The draft go will the draft go about three hours? Is that your anticipating? Not th- not the show. First the round draft. About three hours.
0: Three ish. Yeah, the first round is yeah. three
4: ish. Yeah. Probably maybe a little longer. It's made for TV. So they're, they're 32 really picks now. They're really shooting three hour. Mark. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yep. Three hours. I just wonder when
4: I should get my Uber.
2: <laughs> you already have your kill. Uh,
4: pace know, yourself, buddy. Pace yourself with the being
2: Waffles
0: the, and kilt could get we, really yeah. sloppy. Okay, so waffles pace and kilt lifter.
2: Well, we'll get no, to that. We no, we still got to no. get through one, one more topic. Oh, he's already on the kilt lifter. It's afternoon. It's it. Literally, we were drinking at eleven a.m. on Wednesday, and we were at Four Peaks. So
4: I was gone for a month during this sponsorship thing, and I'm, I'm taking advantage.
2: Good. I'm glad. We're just
4: full. And that's your favorite. And There's one less kilt. Lifter. The
2: kilt lifter is your favorite. It is. Yep. I'm ready. I've been drinking. I drank a lot of peach on Wednesday at Four Peaks. It was so- it's really good right out of the tap too. I will say. Yeah,
0: so it was wow, though. So I I'm, yeah, really, really. And really, by really the big way, wow. the
2: bartender. So at when you go to Four Peaks and there's a bar in the front where there's also a gift shop. So that bartender, he's kind of like a mixologist. So you yeah. can have him mix beers.
0: I totally love that. Room. And he was yeah. mixing
2: like the Wow and Peach knobs or like Blueberry Sour. Oh my gosh, it was like. It was, huh? With beer, yeah. yeah, Huh.
0: all kinds huh. of mixes with beer. Oh my god! Show a little earlier, yeah, yeah.
2: So that's a, that's a good spot, actually. Yeah, so that room is great. Check that out, and you can check that out if you come next Thursday to the PHNX for Draft Party at Four Peaks at four PM. Um Come a little early because we'll actually be starting the show a little bit before that. But PD and Sean will be there. We've already confirmed some guests, which we'll announce. Early next week, just, I imagine. Just got another
0: one confirmed by a text message. So Ooh. the list is growing.
2: The list is growing of special guests. There'll be food and drink specials. There'll be giveaways. Um, and, of course, you'll be able to watch the draft show live. And, yes, Karen, we will be live for the full three hours, probably even more to kind of recap everything that happened. Petey and Sean will be there. Craig and I will be dialing in from Montreal. Hopefully. Um, Yes. Stop. Air Stop. <laughs>
0: Looking at you. Stop. You're
2: gonna put the bad no, juju out bad in juju. the universe. Okay. And by the way, anyone can come to the draft party. Just make sure you get a ticket online. at go under the events tab, or you can check out our Twitter for more info. And you have to be 21 and over to drink, not to come to Four Peaks, just to drink and be sure to enjoy responsibly. If you do, um, all right. There's been a lot of conflicting. Mock drafts and rankings. Mm. Um, this is it's the week leading up to the draft. Everyone's putting out their final lists, and there are some years where it's so clear who's going to be first, even second and third. This is not one of those years, and we've talked to a ton of draft experts over the last couple of months, um, and those draft experts that we've talked to have put out their lists. So here's a look at the rankings and mock drafts of four well-known, well-respected draft experts, Corey Prodman. Yeah, we've had all four on the show. <laughs> Corey Prodman, Chris Peters, Craig Button, and Bob McKenzie. And for those watching on YouTube right away can see nobody's list is identical. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for I will read them quickly. Corey Prodman and Chris Peters did mock drafts. So, Corey Prodman's mock draft: this is just one through five. Slikovsky, one. Yurichek, two. Cooley, three. Wright, four. four. Cutter Gauthier, five. Chris Peters, this is his mock draft. Shane Wright one, Slavkovsky two, Cutter Gauthier three, for the Coyotes. Logan Cooley four, David Juracek five, Craig Button his final ranking. Shane Wright one, Slavkovsky two, Kemel three, for the Coyotes. Um, Cooley four, Nemec five, and then Bob McKenzie. We touched on this the other day with him, but just to recap: Slavkovsky one, Wright two, Cooley three, Nemec four, Gauthier five. So zero consensus. <laughs> Zero consensus. Seven
4: different players are in the top five through across that board, and in one of those, the Coyotes pass on Shane Wright. <laughs> yeah. In what universe is that? We've been begging for Shane Wright for nine months, and now we're passing on him. We're passing on him. We're going to pass. He's there. We're passing. I'm going to take Corey Pram. But it's Meh. just if Shane Wright's there at three, the Coyotes taking Shane But the Wright.
2: crazy thing about those lists is those four are like for me synonymous with dra- being a draft expert that
4: tells
0: you just how much yeah. disagreement there is yeah. over the top prospects yeah. they're all so close there's not consensus guys Wright was that guy for a long time but he underwhelmed and again i think there are factors we talked about that with bob mckenzie the guy missed the year of hockey yeah. so it's going to have an impact on you and i don't know how you factor that into the evaluation i don't think anybody has a book on that because it's unprecedented but that has impacted things, and all these guys are lumped together. So you hear from different scouts, so you get a different sense of what the draft is going to look like. I do think it's possible that New Jersey could take a defenseman at number two because they have a bunch of centers already. So I could see them going that route. God. Or maybe they trade out of it. Maybe they trade down, although, as I was told today, it just hasn't happened very often. Teams trading out of number one or number two. Yeah. I
4: so, don't see that happening. Yeah, I do think at this point, Usually, at this point, a week before the draft, that you go, okay, this guy's one, this guy's two, this guy's three. And then from there, you get some, from four to ten, you get some disagreements based on teams' needs for by position or size. Those kind of things happen. But one through three, usually a week before the draft, that's pretty well set. I swear, the longer this has gone, I have no idea. (laughs) <laughs> and it, we thought, oh, it's Cooley for sure at three. Well, but is it
2: though? We've like, we've been saying Cooley for weeks, but now it's like Gautier's is in the mix.
4: Slavkovsky like, could be there. And you look it, look could, at,
2: it could be Shane Wright. It
0: could be Shane Wright. could be Shane Wright. <laughs> the only, yeah, the only one of those guys that I haven't written about, I didn't write about, about Yurichek and I, the Coyotes aren't taking Yurichek. Yeah. But I, I've i written about Wright, Gautier, Cooley, and uh, who did I just forget?
4: Slavkovsky. Nemec. Nemec? Yeah. Well, I, I think for me, I, I still think they need, I still believe the Coyotes are going to dra- draft a forward. In the at the number three, I, do I still believe that. In the end, I do but too. But if they don't, would, would you, you be, be completely shy? surprised? No, no. no. like and at this
2: point, nothing would surprise no. me. Like
4: you just, it's not automatically. Oh, they're going to pick this guy. It's what just it, not.
0: What if they move down because they get an offer?
4: I, again, could happen. <laughs> I, I, just, could happen. And again, you, there's so many like Cooley and Carter like uh, different players, d- different size, different speed, different skill levels that fill a different need. Both are going to be good players. And I think that's the difference too in this draft. These are good players. Yep. They're not great players. I don't think this. We've said it repeatedly, f- almost for years now. This isn't Connor McDavid. Right. It's not like like uh, they're good players. Bob McKenzie said this to us. Like, is there a forward in
0: this draft that's a top line player? Maybe not. Maybe not. They might be second line guys. Is there a defenseman that's a number one defenseman? Probably not. He said Nemich could be a two or a three. Yeah. But beyond that, it's.
4: But yeah, again, you still need players. Those players to you win. still need these guys. Yes. You need them to win. You need those – and Tampa was the example of drafting players in the second through the seventh round that become Mm -hmm. core pieces to your puzzle. may not be your top-end players, but they're still core pieces to get you where you're going. And And I think that's what you're looking at from this draft.
0: And then when Austin Matthews comes home, you've got your elite center.
2: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Well, we actually had the opportunity to talk to Bill Armstrong this morning about all these conflicting Mm -hmm. reports. And what he had to say was kind of interesting.
1: Listen. At the end of the day, some of those mock drafts are somebody sitting in their basement that didn't even watch <laughs> hockey. They just they <laughs> copy and paste. And uh, there are a few mock drafts that are very accurate. And you have to decipher between the two. Um, and again, it's information that you take in uh, from your local area scouts to the, the few of the mock drafts that are accurate, um, and and a vibe of what what's going on in the street. So it's you know it's like today you read you know something on on twitter and you know it's about the russians not being allowed to come over you know you're taking in information so um you know that's what you do around this time and and put it all together and make your decisions
2: He you, you did acknowledge that
1: yeah. there,
2: some of them are accurate we just don't, don't know, know which one <laughs>
0: well we have good sense like listen they're there are a lot of NHL mock drafts out there. How many of the people that are doing mock drafts are out there scouting? Well,
2: that's why or, I only talked about this. Or those four. like
0: Bob McKenzie said, talking to a lot of so, scouts yeah. and GMs. If if your mock draft doesn't have either of those things behind it, I don't care about your mock draft because it's not informed. It's just at that point it's just like whatever. It's it's it is. It's like an exercise somebody sitting in their basement. Who cares what you think? There are a few out there that are based upon really good reporting or in the case of guys like prominent Peters guys who get out and see players all the time and they're sitting with scouts. So the, they're talking to them. Those are the ones to pay attention to
4: Craig. We've talked about this. So you've got a Montreal Canadian team that was in the Stanley cup finals two seasons ago, and they are picking number one overall in their home building with an educated fan base that really expects this team to win. And they expect this team to pick Shane, Wright. They expect to pick one, number one too. Yeah. You don't trade out of the number they're one spot. They're not trading. They're not trading. When you're they're hosting one. the no, draft. they're not trading. And if, if, can you imagine at Centre Bell, and I have to say it like you Centre the Bell. They're at the Bell Centre. So can you imagine that fan base when they pick Uraj Slavkovsky? Exactly. Can you imagine? Uh, I think that's real. Boo. <laughs> How about the poor kid, right? Yeah, Just getting booed. Day of his life, and gets getting... booed. So I, I still <laughs> believe no, whatever the mock drafts may say and who's who's gained and lost ground. I still think it's Shane Wright going number one.
0: Yeah, and I guess and then Jet the Devils would take Slavkovsky number yeah. two because he's a wing. So that's right. Okay again, that. that's what and we've then, said for a month. Then you're we've said
2: deciding
4: between three players. We've said that for a month.
2: But you know what? We sat here a month and a half ago watching the draft lottery and we're like kind of crushed by the Coyotes getting third, but. I think this is might be it
0: feels yeah it's like not, great not necessarily position a bad to thing. It's here. I think yeah. it's
2: a great position for yep. them to be in, and obviously Bill acknowledged they'll have to see what happens at one and two, but that's why the work this week is kind of to get a sense of what everyone's gonna end up doing. Um, I mm. knowing what I know about the scouting staff based on what we've heard and what Craig has written and reported and what we've talked to Bill Armstrong about, like I, I have faith and trust that. They're gonna know what they're doing, and we've seen some. I've seen some sentiment on Twitter at least this week. Like the Coyotes tend to, in the past, have tended to go off the boards. Like they're picking who when this person was ranked yeah. here. I've
0: been a few of those occasions. Blake Wheeler, uh,
4: Bar- Barrett Hayton, yeah. Victor Soderstrom. Blake Wheeler was had me thumbing through my guide. Like I who? <laughs> and I'm from yeah. Minnesota. I'm like who? Yeah. yeah. By the way, do you see Rick? Rick's commenting from Canada.
2: Oh my god. Gosh, happy Canada Day, yeah, Rick.
4: Rick. Rick from Canada has had What's a up, lot Rick? of comments. Thanks, for, thanks, Shane I think thanks for spending your Canada
2: Day with us because normally right now Canadians would be watching the free agency special, but it's, there not, is no that's it's okay. not this year.
0: Rick, you're here to watch Leah eat trash maple syrup, aren't you?
4: I know. that's what This <sighs> is, is all about. Yeah, he, he's He
2: he's works the for the Canadian government, and he's,
4: They're
3: monitoring, he's tagging been, my
2: passport is, right somewhere. now.
4: That might be it. Yeah, <laughs> be
3: the tinfoil hat theory. What's <laughs> the Canadian FBI? like? Do they have an FBI? Do you have like, like a, because like, yeah. like as a dual citizen, do you have like an FBI agent that's watching you and oh, no. a Canadian we'll say, FBI agent that's I don't watching you? Know. They
2: have the
4: Mounties, I saw it.
2: Yeah.
4: Does <laughs> they do right? Yeah.
2: Nope. Should, should we put the toasters I'm in the waffle, waffle while. Yeah, we
4: should, because that could because take oh, a while. Are we going to do this? It. Yes.
2: yes. It so, yeah, let's get the toasters. It could take a while. Well, I hope it doesn't take well, a while. Well, there's only two slots. Wait, First of all, let's slots, just
0: present the brand, because you didn't go trash on the waffles which was kind of you by the way
2: it's safely select. Select. <laughs> select at least it's <laughs> <signature> select, select. <laughs> i
0: mean he didn't get kroger he but didn't get off.
2: he couldn't have got he, he got didn't get the brand but he didn't get eggos we got yeah not, well, did you want
0: eggos no don't
2: no yeah okay. don't okay. announce the syrup brand yet
0: not yet No. because no, no, no. we're
2: just getting the waffles ready
0: let's <laughs> get smell, smell really good, it's I'm gonna starving. smell amazing you guys are gonna beer. eat these waffles aren't you Yes. Yeah. c-s-i-s
2: maybe 100% uh, uh, can't for these waffles. CSIS is what it's called. There you go. The Canadian C S I S Canadian CSIS. I thought that was just like another CSI I know. Didn't know they program. Have. I didn't know. Mounties.
0: CSI Saskatchewan, is that what it is? <laughs> Can you
2: imagine? It's just like <laughs> the it's just the police sitting around waiting for something to happen. It's just the stories so, <laughs> of them sitting in their break room. drinking beer
4: eating waffles at noon at work.
2: What a job we have at PHNX. Seriously, <laughs> I'm talking
4: about the draft. I will okay. give it up for that. It's just yes,
2: please. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Um, it's a great place to work and it's a great place to become a member of our family, which you can do um, at gophnx.com. Becoming a member of the family gets you access to all of the written content behind the paywall, all the video content behind the paywall, and there's a lot of it right mm-hmm. now for the draft. Um, dropped a Barrett Hayden interview yesterday, and he talks about more than just his draft day. It's called First Round Flashback, looking at um, the draft, but it's about more talked than about that. Talked about his suit. Yeah, talked about his suit <laughs> on draft day, talked about his off-season training, yeah. where he is right now, um, his time with the Coyotes so far. So lots of great stuff in there. We have prospect breakdown videos more coming early next week so it's not stopping Um, and then also becoming a member gets you access to the members only discord deals at the phnx locker and when you sign up for an annual membership you can get a shirt from the locker or a hat if you want or you can try your first month just 50 cents month to month craig in honor of canada day dropped a scouting series story on the canadian amateur scouting staff Yep,
0: that's up today and then of course the american staff completes the series on the fourth of july so but interesting stuff to that, like got to talk to Randy Hanch, who was one of the architects between behind the Oil Kings rise, four straight division titles, might have been three straight Memorial Cups had had COVID not canceled it, but he's an interesting guy. And another one of those guys was just such a breadth of experience to bring onto this staff that already has a number of those guys who have not just been scouts for a long time, but have been in different roles. So they bring different perspectives. So it was interesting talking to them, also getting a sense of what things look like in Canada this year, um, I've, I've, we've heard this, Chris Peter said it to us, um, this could be a down year for the OHL, it could uh, have a historically low number of draft picks, we'll see how that plays out in the end, mm-hmm. but on the flip side, the area where Randy Hanch and Kevin Peterson scout, Western Canada, the WHL could have a banner year this year, so interesting talking to those guys, and like you said, that is up on the site.
2: We have multiple Safeway employees in our comments. <laughs> <laughs> Christina said Safe I work Select. for Safeway. And then, Sean, can you scroll up a little on the comments? Uh, the Safeway employee, I thank you for buying Safeway a friend.
4: I'm all about my <laughs> Hashtag wrong with Safeway
0: Select, by the way? Yeah, no, I'm Safeway. Though.
2: There oh my go. gosh, that's so funny! Also, Javi, oh. Happy Canada Day uh, from are Mexico. Making oh, we make it every two. We have all of the countries of We're North America represented.
0: I'm just. I think Leah should get her waffles while they're while they're hot yeah, at least.
4: Want,
2: these are a little brown. I yeah, could does is that, is that prepared right
0: for you, or do you want those black. to go to no, Sean? No, that's
2: fine. It's fine. I'm <laughs> already like gonna that, suffer. Sean?
0: Like if they're overcooked, do you want them to go to Sean?
2: Oh God, I'm nervous. This is the bigger reveal. Here it
3: is. What's the brand? What is that? Value Corner. Original pancake syrup. What?
4: The Value Corner.
3: Can, it, can I see this Oh, bottle? my God. Can I no. see this? The Value Corner. Value Let's, Corner. I'm going to read it's a little bit syrup, about though. the Value Corner. First of all. It's the
4: Value Corner. Like, it's value. Do I need to get a bucket for you, Leo? Like, and is there a the chance corner. that you throw up? <laughs> it's a Value Corner so syrup. absolutely. By the way, for those working at Safeway, this would be the cheapest syrup available at Safeway. So if you're looking for a good, how much did you value, pay for this? I paid under two dollars. Under two, and that wasn't on sale. This is distributed by Better Living Brands
0: in Pleasanton, California. Okay. I've okay,
2: California, heard. known for its maple syrup. syrup.
0: Ingredients known. number no. one ingredient. Corn what syrup. would you guess? Corn on syrup. Corn syrup. There you go. Number <laughs> two ingredient. High fructose corn syrup. <laughs> number two. <laughs> we got that covered. Three water.
2: It's the Safeway discount brand, Christina said. Well, there you go.
0: Here's, contains 2% of less of natural flavors.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm going to cry.
0: So, so it is not Canadian tree maple syrup. Caramel color. Well, let's get her going. Potassium then. sorbate, which is a preservative, of course, and citric acid. There you go. So it's basically all corn syrup.
2: Let her pour it. Oof. No, you guys have to pour it because I'll pour.
0: Here you go, buddy. Drown do you want
2: it. These ones are like the ones that are coming out hot. I'll take the ones that are coming out hot now. Drown if it. I, yeah, you have, have to, to drown if, it. If I you have gotta to eat it. this, I might as well do it with a hot waffle. Do you
0: want a, just a shot glass?
2: <laughs> that the, wasn't yeah. part of the promise. So the we best. Talk talk
4: about there. Where do you think that's going to end up at the in, end of the, can the show? Can I see
0: that? Does it need the little in, tab in pulled the trash? Trash? In the out the inside? it off. Look at you. I'm unprepared. Where do you think it's going to end up? Where is this going to go
4: when the show is over? Trash? No.
2: Your house. You're taking it home?
4: Yeah.
0: Who are you feeding that to?
4: Well, me. Wait, oh. What? <laughs> What's wrong with a little Value Corner original pancake syrup, buddy? We get your buddy.
0: Just we saying. get your dinner photos with grilled salmon and asparagus tips. Okay? Yeah, listen, Chris, I'm on what you
3: I'm on your. I grew up on. This yeah, maybe kind we of stuff. should give yeah, it to yeah. Sean. By
0: the way, Sean, how are you feeling about Leah? You know, bad mouthing what is it called? The Value Corner.
3: <laughs> well, we
2: don't. We don't,
0: we don't have Safeway no, in you, Buffalo, you so I I never it. had
2: Value Corner exactly. The plate on I'm camera. Really crispy. I don't
3: want Sean, would you have turned down this syrup if you if you had the chance as a kid? No, because this is basically just a West Coast version of the stuff that I had as a kid. So of course. See?
2: Okay, but you have to hold up the plate I so will. everyone can see you pouring. I understand it. the concept of cheese.
3: <laughs> the, the, it, best, buddy. the best way to eat these like frozen things is to turn the oh, the waffles into mush God. with the syrup. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, well, no, you got to get you got you to you oh, buddy. Yeah, you, you,
3: look at you're trying to fill every square.
4: Well, yeah, you got to fill
3: every square. Right? <laughs> I used to my breakfast is used to <laughs> Listen, Leah, the best way to the best way to eat this, don't even get a fork. Z- you got to fold it. You got to fold it into a taco. Fold it into a maple syrup taco. Okay. That's what my kids do. Actually, yeah, That's how is, I ate it. When so I was this
2: kid. is how much maple syrup oh I would put on God. if it was the pure maple syrup. This is not pure. Maple this is I'm not going, pure. Going, it's less than two percent. I'm going,
4: Sean, to Yeah.
0: Does Sean have his waffles yet?
2: They're no. in. Okay. I like how you started eating before I Literally even took starving.
0: my carving. What do you think of these waffles? <laughs>
2: For the people on audio, sorry, if you have a chewing phobia, just turn this, this is, off yeah. right now. By the way, for
4: the audio, this is a
2: great audio. Episode, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. literally,
0: literally, chew right into All that right, mic, okay? There we
2: go. Oh, God. Mm, I'm here it throw is. Up.
0: <laughs> Come on, put it in the mouth. You, you want me to hold your hair back so, like, it's you don't have syrup in All your
4: right, hair. i I will say this: it barely tastes like syrup. Like, barely. of
0: course not. It's, oh my
4: god! It's syrup only on the label. Right, here Read I the go. ingredients. I can't, I can't stop laughing. She's getting hives right now. Like, look at her neck.
0: Her hair is going in that syrup. It's going to be a mess. Oh my god!
4: There is very
0: little. Oh, Sean, your waffles are up.
4: You're
3: good, right? He, Alright,
2: uh,
4: here I, I go.
3: I can dump it, right? Oh
2: yeah, just it. Nothing okay. about that is maple. Are you gonna have some price? Of course. There's tears Support coming. The team. There's tears coming out of my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you still haven't had a bite, I by did. the way. I
0: had a bite. Did did you? Okay, it's let, on let, let me see. Rewind Wait, I gotta I t- gotta watch. Okay. And
4: there it is. I will say this. Clip that. This does not scream. Mm maple syrup breakfast
2: nothing about this is maple
4: no yeah there was nothing on it
0: that said maple
3: no. it just
2: says pancake, for, syrup. Right?
3: pancake syrup right <laughs> like, well, i think i don't think they're legally allowed to call it maple syrup probably not you know, that's a good a, thing
4: i will say this truth in advertising for people that watch phnx and there are a lot of people here today like our friend from canada that don't watch the show this is the kind of content you get when you tune in <laughs> to PHNX. Like
3: how much
2: is, of this am i required to eat
3: I'm a, Well, you're seriously well, you're did done? Craig not eat an entire hot dog and drink an entire? Okay, IPA? I'll, I'll
2: eat one entire waffle. I'm not eating both.
3: That's fair.
0: Okay, one waffle down. You gotta just I don't stack know, them actually, on Actually, maybe each other. we should throw this out to the audience. Oh, there are two waffles on Leah's plate. No. How much of don't spill it. This meal should I'm, Leah have to I, eat? What I, do you I guys think? I just say
3: that a normal frozen waffle breakfast is two waffles. It really is stacked on top of each other. What you is cut is them at the, the serving same size time, on the so, box? Of uh, waffles? Yeah.
0: So were you, wait, did you eat Eggos or did you eat something else growing up? Um,
3: it was Eggos, I think. I think I was fortunate enough to have Eggos. I was a big, uh, blueberry waffle guy.
0: Oh, see those. Yeah, I agree there. Did you ever eat anything other
3: than syrup on your waffles? Um, if we were out of syrup, I'd just put butter on them, I guess. Um, butter but, would be a thing. Whipped cream would. But like otherwise, no. At the butter. at the diner Whip at the cream. diner when I got like a real Belgian waffle, I would go like uh jelly. I'd go Chocolate strawberries syrup. and whipped cream. I'll let you do your own All yeah. right.
2: Would you like me to pour it from my plate no, onto no, no, yours? No, like... you barely have enough. Yeah. Oh God! Look, soak, soak it, it
4: Look up. It yeah. No, why would I want it there?
1: This is so delicious.
3: I love this. Like, this is this is a trip down memory lane. I haven't had this like, since I was a kid. Like, no, I am very much I'm into this. this. I love, love it.
0: God.
4: Can we do it like more we,
0: beer and waffles? Like please. half of our show today is going to be us eating waffles. Okay, and with, with it's the weekend, so we
3: can talk about corner. People can we talk corner.
4: about, people are, s- we talk about the weekend? People
2: binge? are saying people are saying to give my other one to UPD. And Nicholas said, "Sorry, Leah, it's got to be both." Nicholas, come on.
4: Can we talk about our weekend binge? While we're doing this, okay, oh, we I can, don't have actually. one.
2: I don't have one planned, but you can go. What?
4: PD doesn't have a graphic. I, or did graphic. You... I was told okay, not to do a graphic. Well, anymore. you didn't have it prepared immediately.
2: You're watching this down with kilt lifter. <laughs> yeah,
4: kilt lifter and waffles <laughs> with great waffles. value corner original breakfast. The,
2: the best thing about this is the kilt lifter. <laughs> this
4: is a uh, working man's breakfast, and I did it by hand. Like here we I'm, go, and it, Sean, I'm not kidding. We're gonna eat them all,
3: right? Like I'm. All, it, I could easily eat like
2: you three or four You can have my second more. one. I'm only committing to eating one, but I will eat the full one. I can promise. Can you know, this commend
3: the right. three
0: of us, by the way, for supporting Leah by actually eating these? Because I didn't get any support when I had. Can to Can we my commend hot dog me for
2: doing something that I said I would do? Yeah, Petey.
0: Like Petey promised to <laughs> so dance in like 1987, and when are you, when are you gonna dance? It? I used to dance back in back in
4: 1987. Uh, I'd be the first guy. That was before
2: years before I was alive.
4: <laughs> I don't even know what to call that flavor. Mm. I guess I just call it. Yeah, it does syrup. not taste like maple syrup. There's no. no maple. It doesn't say maple on it. Yeah, it says, I'm making. I'm having
3: more pancake syrup, whatever that is. It's funny it. because I grew up with this. Be like when I had real maple syrup for the first time, I was like, "What is this?"
4: So people tuning in right now are like, "Yeah, going up t- we're done. Like we're, we're making the whole box." Sean, you're gonna have more. Like, I'm oh, I'll hundred percent. There's like,
2: more people in the office too.
4: Yeah, well, they're done. This is it. Boxes. Oh, my sisters used oh. to do with Eggos.
0: They would butter them, and then they'd sprinkle sugar all over them. See, I, I I, don't know if I have a problem with that.
3: That sounds yeah. delicious. I was a big yeah. um, Cheerios and, and sugar.
4: Yeah.
3: yeah, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. This is what happens when you grow up poor. You, so you find ways to binge? make breakfast <laughs> good.
4: I'm going with The Old Man on FX right now. It's on DirecTV, DirecTV Stream, um, YouTube TV on FX. It's called The Old Man with Jeff Bridges and John Lithgow. I want to watch this. By the because way, I, I love really Jeff good. Bridges.
2: I ate one for one, okay? It's,
4: it's really good. Sean, I'm gonna pass this to you.
0: It tastes like cardboard, by the way.
2: Sorry, Safeway. Sorry, Safeway. I do Safeway. like Safe
4: It's it's about it's like, you know, Jason Bourne and and um uh any of those guys. James Bond, it's like that, except if they were 70 and had mild um, onset dementia. <laughs> no, I swear to God, I'm not kidding. It's called the old man. He was and now he's on the run. He's he 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 got away and he's been in a Jeff Bridges have been living a quiet life and now they found him again. So he's got to go on the run, but he really does have some issues as an old man. I really want to watch the show. Unbelievable show. I've seen two episodes, watched them last night. John Lithgow has been great. I don't know where it's headed or what it's going, but he's got that. He's still tough like James Bond. Um, It's really interesting, and we'll see where it goes from there. So I'm going with the old man. How deep are you into the show? Two episodes in. Okay, And it's Mm, on right now. Episode five was actually on last night. So that's where I'm at with my... With you my know, weekend binge, I think Leah should take this bottle home.
2: I will throw it out of my car on the freeway.
0: So, are you seriously not binging anything right now,
2: um, other
0: than this syrup? Or-
2: no, I haven't had time to watch TV lately, so I haven't. <laughs> uh, uh, honestly, so let's, see, no, let's haven't. finish it. Let's get rid of it. I'm to think. it. Oh, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna binge the second half of The Stranger Things. Mm. Season four season drop today. Today, yeah, a exactly. Midnight. So that's what I'm gonna binge this weekend. I forgot. Okay. I forgot about. We're that. on
0: the same boat then. Well I'll call you during it. So perfect. Compare notes. So I'll be with my kids. Perfect. The other thing that I am binging, and I think everybody is aware of this now, because I tweeted the quintessential Chicago scene the other day about hot dogs. Did you see this? Did you not see this scene? No. Oh my god! You're just ignoring my Twitter. Sorry, account. I don't.
2: Okay. I don't subscribe to your tweets.
0: So it's called the bear and i'm not going to give away too much it's about a high end chef who actually comes back to basically his his neighborhood in chicago it is a very chicago series first of all it's really true to that identity including what belongs and doesn't belong on a hot dog which is the scene that i i tweeted from the movie it was fantastic or from the series but it's really good okay. the bear is really good and it is that it's the it's FX offbeat yeah it's offbeat it's it's at times really frenetic the dialogue, the writing, incredible. I love it so far. So that's what I'm going to be binging along with. Stranger, Stranger Things. Things.
4: I'm yep. doing Stranger Things too, but someone just said The Boys on Amazon Prime. Yep. If you haven't done that and you're into Marvel and superheroes. The Boys is unreal. It might be the best take on superheroes that I've ever seen. It's really good. Huh. They, they humanize them a little more on the real. It's not Superman like I'm all good. It's mm-hmm. like I have these powers and you know what? I might take advantage of it, and I might do some things for me. So, uh, The Boys is unbelievable TV show.
2: Well, I need to download some stuff for our plane ride next week, so... <laughs> Wait.
0: Aren't you going to be sitting up in, like, first class in Air Canada where they...
2: Where they, they serve me slippers, pure maple and syrup and a cup. They're, not,
4: they're like just live
0: theater performances Canada for you. Just
3: scratched
4: her right now. She's back by the bathroom. Probably after this. Yeah,
2: after this, I'm put on a watch list. Not a government right. watch list. <laughs> gonna they're going to pull mind. me off the plane. Hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
3: CSIS is going to be waiting for you in months.
2: CSIS, now that we know about that.
3: I wonder if your
0: Canadian bank account has been frozen.
2: I don't... Listen. <laughs> it has
0: a Canadian bank account as well.
2: I don't know what to I don't say. Have any money you guys can take. I got like 40 bucks. Sure. Great. Buy us our Tim Hortons one morning. Really does not Neil. perform here. I can't wait to have a Tim oh, Hortons. Oh, brought sandwich. look at Petey brought wet wipes. <laughs> Dad mode activated. Seriously, exactly.
3: <laughs> I come prepared for all mm. eventualities.
2: Oh my gosh. So did, that all was right. was really really good. That was really really bad.
3: I so thoroughly enjoyed that. Four waffles <laughs> down. Not, Could eat another box if I wanted to. We are not going to lie about this. It was not Sean really had good. had four. I no. genuinely enjoyed it. I went with 3. I had two.
2: I need to get out of this room and I need to go to our fridge in the PHNX office and chug a four-piece beer.
3: Right. <laughs> I
0: just feel like I, I ate really absorbent cardboard with corn syrup poured over the top.
2: <sighs> I'm like That's good. pretty my much mouth what it tasted like. <clears throat> I need to like go brush my teeth. It's,
4: a little, it's got a little sticky after <laughs> thing, yeah. Yeah. Oh, thought about it. That, All right.
2: You got. Uh, might be on the tongue. You got a while.
4: blade. I can scrape oh, my tongue with. The great. Yeah, I'm corner. not.
2: I'm not feeling very good right now. <laughs> just gonna say. But so the first I, half
4: I hour, did. the hockey fans listened and they enjoyed it. Right? They, <laughs> I have, hope they so. have since left and moved on, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> which is fine. We're good with
2: that. It's Friday. It's Friday. It is fun Friday. It's Friday. It's uh, Friday. The, we're not gonna have fun. Well, we will have fun, but not in the same relaxed way <laughs> next Friday because we will be covering the draft. Crazy. Here's what's going down next week, everybody. Here's our schedule. So Monday, will be off for 4th of July. In Although July. I will have that story. Yes, the story will be dropping, but no shows. We have the day, day off? No shows no on Monday. No show on
0: Monday. Okay, I like that. Uh, everybody Good enjoy plan.
2: the day with your friends and family. Tuesday, Craig and I will be on the way to Montreal. With Jacob and Franklin as well. Jacob, who is, producer. by the way, 6'7", and somehow has to sit on an airplane all day. So
0: And right now has a middle seat, which <laughs> he needs to change.
2: <laughs> Yeah. Well, he, if he wants to trade with me, he, I'll hear his offers. Um, but that...
0: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, so we'll have an audio episode dropping. It'll probably be late Tuesday night. It might even be the wee hours of Wednesday morning. But if you, could, mm. it
4: might be from the airport in Denver.
2: Can you stop, buddy?
4: By the way, because I spent a lot of time in that airport, under construction... Ugh. Don't Not talk. Fun to me. There's airport. also
2: conspiracies nope. about it.
4: Not to be, if yeah, there are lots. Read about them. It's mm-hmm. all underground and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Not a fun airport to be stuck in right now. Okay, nope. can I've you? Stuck there. Can we?
2: Nope. Stop putting this out in the universe. It's a great layover airport to make your flight on time.
0: Yeah, there's you, know, you can't leave the airport because you have to drive 45 minutes to get anywhere. anywhere.
4: Fair, but go ahead.
2: So Sorry. we'll have an audio episode after Lee is, Tuesday. Please, not happy with me. So you're My doing it when you get there, here.
4: or when you're stuck at the airport. Stop, either <laughs> or you're doing it, <laughs> you're
2: doing it. <laughs> on Tuesday, <laughs> on Wednesday. So we I are going to make it I'm to not not Montreal. Be show on Tuesday. We are going to. We're going to
0: record sure. that pod from our Airbnb yes. late at night.
2: Yes, <clears throat>
4: bleary, but we'll discuss our adventures. So I got two days off. Well, four. Sure. So I like the plan. Yeah, so far. You,
2: yeah. Craig and I are going to.
4: So far, this plan is perfect
2: go around kay. montreal on wednesday we'll have a show times to be determined we'll let you know on our twitter i'll on, be live next week we'll be live on wednesday yep. from our airbnb in the evening it'll be nighttime in montreal so it might be like evening, afternoon here evening yeah, or afternoon we'll here and then thursday of course is day one of the draft that starts at four o'clock arizona time our show will be starting at 3 45 arizona time on the phnx sports youtube channel if you're in town Come out to Four Peaks in Tempe. Join
4: Petey. Yeah, PD. do it it's and Sean. Chicken fingers and are at least three special guests. Now, yeah, and chicken fingers are electric. The oh, chicken fingers are so see? good. And I, I took now home, you all understand I took, what I was I talking about. I took home about. the chicken barbecue pizza. The for A Street that night. chicken strips, money.
2: Yeah, the food yes, there is the the good. The food's good. The drinks are good. The company is good. Yeah, good. H and the will really be really excited
4: about the draft because we don't know what the is gonna happen.
2: Yep. Sorry, yeah. that's Thursday. It's gonna be so much fun. And then Friday All um, kinds of
0: bar food there, you know, including pizza, which some people think is bar food. Is
2: that bar food? <laughs> I really. mean is it was not really yeah,
3: it's good. a food served at a bar, plus the most popular bar in my college had pizza and it was a big deal. So
2: Okay. okay. All right, that could be a whole other show. Yeah. It was
3: was a whole other show. It
4: was.
2: It was. Um parts of
3: upstate are dingy. I'm from Western New York.
2: And then on Friday, rounds two through seven start at eight a.m. Arizona time. We'll be going live probably around what did we decide? Three ish, three o'clock Arizona time. Yeah,
0: when because of the, the the second day of the draft goes like five plus hours. Oh, good. Yeah. One. Then there are interviews. Then we got to get back to our Airbnb.
2: Yep. So set up and. Needless so. to say, subscribe to the Next Sports YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell so you know when we're live. Follow us closely on Twitter at PHX underscore Coyotes because not only will we have all our show information, but we'll have tons of draft content, exclusive video. Um, and follow PeachNexSports on Instagram. We'll be doing an Instagram story takeover in Montreal next Wednesday. So PhDX Sports across all platforms, Coyotes on Twitter. Tons and tons and tons of draft content coming to you next week. It's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Can I promote all my stories too? Yes. If I can remember them all?
2: Yeah, there's a lot. Because they going
0: to be like at least... Seven. It's probably going to be like nine stories next week. Mm -hmm. Sunday is a just a general draft preview, like looking at what the Coyotes can accomplish. Finally, we're here. We've arrived at this moment. Monday, of course, as we mentioned, July Fourth is the final in the scouting series, looking at the U.S. staff. Tuesday, I will look at five players that the Coyotes could select at number three. Wednesday is going to be more of a Coyotes draft. Basically, everything you need to know about the draft. Chatter about other teams. Chatter about everything that's happening around the draft. Thursday's day one coverage, which could include not only the first first pick at number three, but then those other two first-round picks that they have at 27 and 32. And it might even include some coverage of Jacob Chikrin, depending yeah. on what happens. So I may what write three stories about that, that day. The following day, I'll have a look at... The picks on the on day two. I'm not sure what I'm gonna write about that. And then on Saturday, I'll have a column basically wrapping up everything that they accomplished. So a lot oh, of written and content we will coming also have an
2: audio route. episode Saturday morning. Yes, kind we of will. Looking just uh, uh, sigh, letting it out. We made it through the week. Without Here's PD. what happened. Without,
4: without PD. again. You two be at the Airbnb. Yeah.
2: Yep, so that's what you have to look forward to next week. A lot of stuff. And that's that's not even including any trades that might go down that we don't even know. Let's just say
0: this too, shout out to Leah. You have no idea the kind of work she's put in behind the scenes. And Sean too. Like you guys have, yeah. Our draft coverage is going to be unbelievable. I have worked for a lot of outlets. I have covered the NHL draft. I have covered the Coyotes, as you all know, for a very long time. Our coverage this week will be the best coverage I've ever
3: been a part of.
4: Without question, yeah. hats off to Leah and Sean. It's amazing the amount of work they've done to prepare for what we're going to do this week. Yeah, I just want to say
3: that the amount of work—excuse <clears throat> me—the amount of work that I've done pales in comparison to what Leah's done. She's
2: <laughs> thank you putting the
3: company on her back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take, I'll take I'll yeah. take the comment. Um, thank you all. Thank you all for tuning in today. It's been so much fun. I can't wait for next week. I can't wait to talk to everyone in the Discord and on Twitter about everything going on. It's going to be a huge, huge, huge week for the future of this team. And like we talked about today, nothing groundbreaking is changing the franchise tomorrow, but this is laying the groundwork and this is planting the seeds of that tree that's going to be watered for years to come so that was really (laughs) profound wow we
0: we need a tree graphic at some point or like an animated all the players they take this
2: year (laughs) i love it um everybody thank you so much for tuning in happy canada day if you're canadian enjoy your fourth of july weekend be safe we'll see everybody next week um and and have a great weekend everyone cheers